0: JD talking Sports, Wednesday, April 12th, 2017. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Okay. Mets sweep the Phillies 5-4. How about that? Mets are 6-3, four in a row. Zach Wheeler, first win since 2014. Gotta love that stuff. You gotta love this stuff. This is after last night, where Cespedes becomes the first player in Mets franchise history with two three-homer games last night and in 2005 he did against the Rockies. Harvey left with a tight hamstring they think might have been because he had a sit between innings. He said no doubt he makes his next start. Seven home runs last night in the 14-4 win. Also Cespedes tied a Mets record with four extra base hits and I like what he said. Not just happy he hit three home runs but that the team won. That's what I like to hear. It's not about the three home runs. It's about winning the damn game. All right, Isaac, you got to go. Wow. And he hadn't taken batting practice on the field in three days, Hespidus. But Tuesday afternoon, he said the the ball flew off his freaking bat. Oh! And Reyes got his second hit of the season. But he ended up moving from leadoff to seventh, his lowest position in the batting order since 2005. We shall see. Hey, Wheeler went 5.2 today. Four hits, three runs, a base on ball, four Ks. Now, he didn't give up the... You know, I got to check that. He was he scoreless, five scoreless innings, retired 10th straight at one point. And then Matt Franco hit a grand, slam, grand salami versus... Let's see who he did against. Let me see. Because it wasn't... It wasn't... He didn't give up the... He was charged three runs, but... Johansson Robles gave up the Grand Slam. All right, so the 6-3. Swept the Phillies. Four in a row. They go in tomorrow. They go to Marlins for four games. Addison Reed, third save. The bullpen, not, A, hey, you know, 3.1 innings for the bullpen. Hit, run, base on balls, 3Ks. It's Robert Gassellman. He's got 0-1 with a 450 ERA against Wee and Chen. 1-0 and with a 150 ERA. Michael Conforto leadoff first time ever, two for four, home run, his second of the year, three runs scored, got on base three times, and this is interesting, the top five hitters for the Mets got all the hits, all the RBIs, everything, six for 17, the top five hitters, home run, five RBIs, Cespedes, one for two with two RBIs, Cabrera, one for four, two RBIs, Bruce and Walker both had a hit after nobody else, all, all donuts for the rest of the team. How about that? Zach Wheeler, congrats. Your first win since, since 2014. Four in a row. Mets are 6-3. and three. Remember, last year didn't start as well. I know I've said that 2-3, and three, no team, has won the World Series. 6-3, and three, there has to be a record. Maybe you'll get in the World Series. but I, I, I don't want to get too far uh, far ahead of myself. I'm a little tired. Got a long day tomorrow. But I had to do JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Had to talk to you. Okay, now, Yankees today played a 105 game. Jordan Montgomery... Left in the fifth. The Yankees were down three-nothing. He'd given up a two-run homer in the first to Ricky Weeks. Went four point two. Five hits, three runs, two baseballs, seven K's. Yankees had won an eight-four. Aaron Judge, three home runs in the last three games. Garter and Weeks got into a nasty collision at first. The ball got loose, and he tagged first base and Headley scored. And that that started the whole. Yankees coming back and taking the an eight four man, and you know what? In the ninth, he put in who did he put in? He he had to put in freaking, and I was like, God, you know what? Let him just try to pitch out the inning. But it became a save opportunity, so he put in he put in Chapman, and I was like, you know what, dude? You're up eight four. So what? He gave a, a couple base hits up. He's not going to blow this guy. They're up by, and he, god, you know what? That's that's what drives me crazy. All these goddamn freaking pitching changes. How many, okay, so he goes, how many pitchers did he use today? One, two, three. Six pitchers today. He put in Jonathan Holder, who pitched freaking one-third of an inning, two hits, and then he brings him in for Chapman to poot to Chapman to pitch two-thirds of an inning. Six pitchers in a nine-inning game. Come on. And the game took forever to play, man. 105, it was still it was still going. It was a long freaking game. And Brian Mitchell got the win, 1.1 innings of scoreless relief. Hey, Judge two for three, three RBIs. Hicks 0 for three with two RBIs. Ellsbury had an RBI, one for five. Headley two for four. Castro two for four. Look at look, listen. Look, look at some of these batting out. now. Judge was batting was started the season two for fifteen. He's now three oh eight on the season. Headley's three ninety three batting average, which is a lot better than last year. Castro's at three thirty three. You got Holiday who's three oh eight. You have Ellsbury at 321. Even Gardner's in at 258. Hey, you know what? Yankees are at 500. They're 4-4. You got to like that. Rays fell to 5-4. Three-game winning streak. Judge his last three games. Six for 11. Three home runs. Six RBIs. Hey. And Gardner in weeks the collision. At first, he left Gardner with a bruised jaw and strained neck. I don't know how long he's going to be out. Hopefully not that long. They play tomorrow. They play the Rays 710. Matt Andres 0 0 with a 9, 9 ERA. First, Luis Severino, who has not won in, as a starter. He didn't win all last year as a starter. He's due 0 0 with a 720 ERA. Come on, Severino. Let's get one tomorrow night. And James Caprelian. Options. Now, this is the options for him now. He went to L.A. to get a second opinion. He can either have an operation, possibly Tommy John surgery, or continuing to pitch through pain. Said he's going to take a day or two and talk to his family and and his agency and decide what to do. Doesn't look good. Worst case scenario, they're going to lose him for another goddamn year. The team was hoping that by this time, he'd be rising to the minors and playing with the, the big club by now. Greg Bird's been out the last four games. And Cashman had some things to say about Montgomery. He said, a lot of poise, a lot of pitchability. I like that word, pitchability. Looks like somebody who hopefully can help us for quite some time. How do you like that, huh? Quite some time. Like when I read that kind of stuff, huh? Okay, Cubs also got their championship rings today. Now, do I have some... Oh, wait, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Now, oh, wait, let me get... I'm going to talk a little basketball. Let me get to a little basketball. Okay. All right. Nets tonight. No Lopez, no Lynn, no Trevor Booker. 11 now, after tonight's loss, 11-13 and 13 since March 1st. That's where they finished, 11-13. No Quincy AC today. Ankle. Joe Harris, shoulder out. Shonko Patrick hamstring out. And Irina Pavlova, who's been with the Nets since 2010, has been on the board of directors for the Nets in the Brooklyn Arena LLC, the company that runs Barclay Center. She is leaving the organization next month. She was the top advisor to the Nets owner, uh, Mikhail Prokhorov. Yeah. Ooh. Not, not, uh, I did not, hey, you know what? Maybe they're reshuffling things. I don't know. Now, the Nets this year, fourth in threes taken, 23rd in percentage made, 34.2. Now, today was just a shit show. Listen, when you lose one twelve seventy three, when you lose by 39 points, when you're down 18 at the half and you get outscored in the fourth quarter, 37-17, and he has all these guys out. Guys are playing for contracts for next year. I know Atkinson would be, I'd be pissed. Now, Archie Goodwin led the Knicks with 20 off the bench. KJ McDaniels had 15. Karis Lavert had 10 points, five rebounds, two assists. The Nets' bench was outscored 42-52. Jimmy Butler led the the Bulls with 25, and I heard the the Heat were pissed because they sat all the players. But Jeremy Lin's like, hey, it's 82 games. You can't blame us for one game, and he's right. Now this is the thing: last on Saturday, the Nets at home beat the Bulls 107-106. And I understand where the Heat coming from, but you know what? Heat lost some games they should have won, and, and you know, hey, and they beat the Cavs in in overtime the other night. You know, hey, you know, sometimes it happens. This is what happens. In in but man, that is a pacing. Nets finish the season twenty and sixty two. Bulls forty one to forty one. They get the Celtics. The Celtics have the number one number one seed in the East because the Raptors beat the Cavs in Cleveland 98-83. It's the Celtics, Bulls, and the, uh, Indiana today beat, Indiana beat, the Pacers beat the Hawks 104-86, Paul George at 32 points, 11 rebounds, they get the Cavs, the Cavs have beaten during the regular season, the Cavs get number two seed, they beat the it, Pacers in the regular season three games to one, but the Cavs do not have home court if they beat the Celtics, I don't know, we shall see. And did you see Mark Cuban? He approached Adam Silver last night about Romo playing in last night's game, but Silver said contract wouldn't be honored. Come on, end of season. Who gives a shit? This season's over. You know, and they said he looked pretty good at, at warm-ups. I don't know. What do you, th- you know, Eddie Goodell did it, and he was a midget. I mean, obviously Romo is an athlete. Let him come in, take a couple threes. What the hell? I guess they would have said it was a mockery of the game. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that front. I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree. I think you know. Hey, I think the Cavs are going pissed into the playoffs. I still think the Celtics are. I think they're a good team. They're not a great team. They're not the number one seed in the East. If they if they made the finals, I would. I think it would be. I, they'd be swept. I just don't think the Celtics are there yet. They're a year away, and they're gonna have. A, they're gonna have the Nets number one pick. How about that? Said so Carmelo was gonna be out tonight because he missed the last two games, six of the last ten. Well, he played tonight. Knicks finished the season thirty-one and fifty-one. They beat. The Sixers, 114-113. Sixers fall to 28-54. Ryan, I know you're not going to like this. They are now tied for the sixth worst record with the T-Wolves. They're going to have a coin flip to see who gets the sixth pick. Philly finishes with the fourth worst record. And Magic finished with the fifth. And I like, uh, I, I got a picture I'm going to put up of Maurice Sandor, Ron Baker. And I think it was Marshall, Marshall, oh, uh, Marshall Plumlee. I think that's in the picture. And it says, uh, winning and grinning. I just like the way you put it. Carmelo had 17. Uh, Hernan Gomez had 7 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Ron Baker, 8 points, 4 assists. The bench, Kuzminskis had 11. Marshall Plumlee had 14 points, 11 rebounds, and a block. He had a nice pivot mood where he went through the lane and slammed it in a beautiful play. Jason Randall, 12 points, 3 rebounds, 2 steals. Knicks bench outscored the Sixers, 69-36. They gave the jerseys off their back at the end of the game. Ryan, I know 31-51, it's not a great season, but to end on a winning note, Carmelo, hey, didn't sit out. You, Porzingis did, missed the last five games, only played 66 games this season. He said that he is going to be in the gym 24-7 this summer, working out twice a day, weights twice a day. Work, hey, listen, I, let, let, you're growing. He, he says he's got to get himself stronger, and that's what, hey, Clyde said the same thing. He's got to get stronger. was inconsistent this season, got weaker as the season went on. He knows he's a hard worker. We'll see what he does. And this year the Knicks lost 10 games on final possession. What could have been, man? They were 14 and 10 at one point. They finished 17 and 41 the rest of the season. 17 and 41. Not a good way. 14 and 10 they were at one point. That shit. That is shit, 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 shit. All right. Now, a couple stories I wanted to talk about. Okay, the Nets. So they're playing the Bulls. Now they're 11-13 since March 1st. They're guaranteed NBA's worst record. And it's interesting. The Bulls entered Wednesday clinging to the eighth and final playoff spot thanks only to a tiebreaker with Miami, which uh, faces what. But that didn't mean anything because they won. Yeah. I I already talked about six players without guaranteed deals for next season. And even though AC and Kilpatrick are among them, they're also among the oldest. You have Spencer Didwitty is 24. KJ McDaniel, 24, Archie Goodwin, 22, and Justin Hamilton and Andrew Nicholson will be measured. You know, that said uh Andrew Nicholson and he called them J Ham. will get in there and get some shots up. It'll be a good opportunity for them. Well, I'll tell you, they did not get it done. That was that was an ugly loss, man. And uh Mark Berman had a story in New York Post on the on the Knicks. And they, let's, let's see how he starts this over. The Knicks haven't played a meaningful game in April since Phil Jackson started to make changes after the 2013-2014 season. As with Ryan today, we went through the old schedules and who the Knicks had. And everybody who was uh, Zach Randolph, guys who were... After they left the Knicks. I mean, Zach, Zach, Zach Randolph's been a great player. Also, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on him. The sixth man of the year out of... Uh, the Clippers, I see his name. I see Zach. up. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm, drawing, I'm drawing blanks today. Yeah, okay. The hold on a sec because they're playing tonight. Actually, they're playing for the four seed. the The Clippers. The Clippers are playing. So, so, oh, Jazz are up on the Spurs, Kings and Clippers. Okay, the Clippers. Yeah, we were going through some of the names, and the name that stuck out to me was. Crawford was it James Crawford no yeah Jamal Crawford all these guys used to be Knicks and now the, they're not doing any I mean they came as Knicks and they they prospered a little, uh, Azir, Aziri Aziri uh, Trevor Trevor Aziri and I don't say am I saying his name wrong they didn't finish their season Raptors Rockets Trevor, yeah, Trevor. Oh, maybe he's not playing anymore. I thought he was on, you yeah, know, I'm sorry. Trevor Ariza. And now he's playing on the Trevor Reza. I'm sorry, Trevor Ariza. Trevor, I'm sorry. 11.7 a game, 5.7 rebounds, 2.1 assists. These are all guys who used to be Knicks. And they go to other places and they freaking flourish. And we went through the, the old, uh, The old rosters, I mean, the Knicks haven't been good for a while. I mean, this is fourth straight year, not making the playoffs, third straight year, 50-plus losses. You know, a lot of things have to be done. And you know what? Clyde brought up a good point. It doesn't matter the draft pick. They have to do the work to get the right pick. You know, there's a lot of work to be. You don't want to waste that pick. You know, this is, you want the Knicks to keep moving on the up and up. And don't bring back Derrick Rose, please. Derrick Rose said, uh, would love to stay, but wants to explore options and free agency. I want to win. Yeah, okay. Good going, buddy. And Carmelo, uh, they asked him about Carmelo about next year. He says, I think it's all his choice still. Isn't isn't it with his contract? <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. He's a no trade clause. What do you expect? Crazy shit. All right. Now, St. Louis. Okay. So I talked about the Knicks. I was still talking. You see, I was I was rambling. That's what I do. Sometimes I get going. Okay. A Knicks victory could drop them to 8th. That means in the actual draft, they could pick as low as 11th. But it ends up that they are tied for the 6th. That's good, okay? So I was going to read all this stuff. Now, at number 6, the Knicks would have a 6.3% chance of winning the lottery and a 21.5% chance at a top-three pick in a draft rich in point guards. At number 8, the percentage goes down to 3.5%. So do the math. If they finish 7, it's going to be about 5. And he thinks that Carmelo... Well, they won the game, so it doesn't matter. Porzingis, did you remember, he, dro- he donated $500 for each block shot and was matched by other benefactors. He missed the season's final five games. Last year, he missed the final six with a shoulder injury. And he failed to match last season' total of games. Playing in 66, last year he played in 72. And to top it all off, Trevor Noah. I'm sorry, Trevor Noah. I'm talking about the guy <laughs> Wow, talk about a brain fart. Joachim Noah is expected to have rotator cuff surgery. To repair rotator cuff injury and will need several months of rehab, ESPN's Ian Begley reported. The Vertical Verse reported of the news, he's serving a 20-game suspension, hasn't played since February 4th, had arthroscopic surgery on his left knee on February 27th to remove loose fragments of cartilage or bone, that's what it says here. I mean, wow. Talk about a shit. Sh- this, wow. And Ryan was like, hey, my buddy Ben said he was at best a guy off the bench. They paid him $72 million large. And I just, the, the the playoffs, playoffs, NBA, Saturday, Cavs, Pacers, 3 p.m., Raptors, Bucks at 5, Grizzlies, Spurs at 8, and I guess the Jazz, okay, Grizzlies, Spurs, Here we go. Trying to see. Celtics will play on Sunday. They split 2 2 the regular season. Uh, no, the Pacers will play Saturday at three. And Heat did defeat the Wizards, who did not get a fifty wins this season. Would have been the first time since seventy eight, seventy nine. Miami was 11-30 in the first half of the season, 30-11 in the second. Prior to the Heat's finish, the best record by any team to miss the playoffs over its final 41 games was the 70-71 Suns, who finished 26-15. So they had a better, and they still didn't make the playoffs. Man. Toronto's three, Washington four, Atlanta five, Milwaukee six, Raptors host the Bucks Saturday at 5.30, while the Hawks will open at the Wizards, Sunday at one. Okay, so only seating is now that place. The Clippers hold the hold a tiebreaker over the Jazz. They they play the Kings. And Utah was beating the Spurs. Golden State's going to get Portland. That's going to be Sunday at 3.30. Then San Antonio's going to get Memphis. That's Saturday at 8. And Houston is going to get Oklahoma City I can't, Sunday at 9 p.m. That game. I want that game freaking early. That's the game I want to see. I want to see freaking Harden against uh Westbrook. Uh. Clippers, Jazz will open Saturday at the home. Whichever squad gets the number four with tip-off. Saturday, 10.30 at night, man. Come on. Kills me, man. I can't stay up that late. I'm an old man. All right. Now. Okay. Now. Let's talk a little. St. Louis sues the NFL. And all 32 teams over the Rams move. They were all 32 teams were named as a defendant in the lawsuit. Hey, you know what? Cross all your eyes. Cross, all your, I mean, they're going after everything, right? Damn. And first, the first round running back. Well, it's supposed to be one of the top, you know, top running backs. Dalvin Cook is sliding in the draft. They said due to his off-field issues and inconsistent workouts. Hey, you know what? Listen, somebody's going to take him. He's going to drop, and he's going to be a freaking beast. He's just going through some stuff right now, but this is not a time for that to be happening. And 49ers GM said, John Lynch did, says, the number two pick, we're open for business. Hey, you know what? It could be a very interesting draft. Rich Samini said, do not take uh, the Jets. Please don't take Mitch Trubisky. But you know what? Hey, they took, they didn't do well when they traded up to get Mark Sanchez. And I thought he was going to be the savior. I really didn't. Sanchez did not become the Sanchez. He became more like, but fumble, man. Okay, former Bears quarterback, Jay Cutler, 33 years, young, still considering retirement after an 11 season. Built his house down in um, Tennessee, Nashville. Said he likes it down there. I don't know. Maybe he's done. And Seahawks, this is a team that won a playoff game, at least one playoff game for the last five seasons. And since entering the NFL in 2011, Richard Sherman, who's on the trading block, allowed 48% completion percentage against him and 50.3 passer rating, both best in the NFL in that span. Saints are number one on the list right now, they said, for that. Now, this, I let me tell you, I freaking love this. Roy Williams, the president of Maryland, Wallace Lowe said they should get the death penalty. And he said, he suggested that Wallace Lowe was a double idiot for saying that they should get the death penalty. And he explained it why. He said He said, a friend once told me you can get a little knowledge and it turns you into an idiot. But no knowledge, you're a double idiot. That's what he says. He called him a double idiot. Wallace Lowe, after saying UNC deserves a death penalty, then he explained. I said, "What's a double idiot?" Well, a little knowledge turns you into an idiot, but no knowledge turns you into a double idiot. Now that makes sense. I'm going to use that from now on. As I told you before, no death penalty—ridiculous. I'm sorry. SMU was like trade. You know. You know. Hey, there was. I don't know what they're going to do here. What they, I mean, it's been going on forever. Come, should have got off the pot NCA, make a decision and go with it. But this has been going on for years, and they just won a national championship. What are you gonna, now? You're gonna you're gonna abuse, punish the players now for past They always do that. USC the players now players got transgressions of Reggie Bush took away his goddamn Heisman Trophy. What did that have to do with with his performance? So we took they paid for some shit. Oh, I know it's illegal. Listen, the, the schools are making a ton of money. The heads of the NCAA are making tons of money. It's all hypocrisy. It's all bullshit. And junior middleweight champ Canelo Alvarez says he'll move to middleweight following May 6th fight versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And I like this. Doug Waite named Islanders head coach 24-12-4 on an interim basis this year. And the star's named Ken Hitchcock, Ten, Ken Hitchcock their new head coach, led team to the Stanley Cup win in 1999. And I like this. Three iPads will be available for coaches on every bench, and officials will have them to win, review challenges during the playoffs which started tonight. And the Rangers, who won 2 nothing on the road in Montreal, Henrik Lundqvist, 31 saves, 10th playoff shutout. Listen, during the regular season against the Canadians, 11 games, 163 minutes, 4.04 goal against average, and 871 save percentage, which sucks. Well, he got 31 saves, 2 nothing win tonight. Tanner Glass had a goal in the first. Michael Gabner had an empty netter with a minute and a half left. 2 nothing game two Friday. Listen, Everybody said, this is going to be over quick. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one, so shut the fuck up. Let them let them play the goddamn series. Hope the Rangers shut everybody up and go on a run. Because they didn't play well the second half of the season. Did not. Not even at home away. They were inconsistent in the salary. They said, oh, they're going to be a quick out. Well, listen, you've got a great freaking goaltender, and it only gets to get hot at the right time. It gets hot now. Anything's possible. Correct? And also, listen to this. The Barclays Center operators are preparing to pitch to the to bring the Islanders back to Nassau Coliseum. Why they ever left? I don't fucking know. Brooklyn Sports and Entertainment, which runs the Barclays Center and Nassau Coliseum, said they'll offer to make further adjustments to Coliseum, such as adding seats to address the Islanders' potential concerns. Why they ever left? I don't know. They don't, they have terrible, it's, it's obstructed, obstructive view of the Barclays Center. It wasn't built for hockey. Get them back. The ice sucks. Nassau loved them. Long Island loved them. They'll take them back in a freaking second. And let's get this show on the road. Doug Waite, great addition to the staff. Now, Huh. All right. I know. I, I'm like, got a lot of energy, a lot of energy. Okay. Now, I thought this was interesting. There was a great article in the Times today comparing great seasons of Russell Westbrook against other great seasons. Now, listen to this. Back in 1920 for the Yankees, Babe Ruth did something that had never been seen before. He had 50 home runs, which was not only more than any other player, but also more than any other team in the American League. The combined figure for his on-base and slugging was 1.379. Which would stand for 82 years? You know who beat it? Barry Bonds broke it in 2002 when pitchers walked him intentionally 68 times. Now in 2004, they they did things to, uh, did things. Listen, for, he, when he got a chance to hit, he hit 362 with 45 home runs and won his seventh and final Most Valuable Player award. Seven MVPs. He walked a record 232 times that year. He had a record 609 on-base percentage and a combined on-base slugging percentage of 1.422. He was walked intentionally 120 times in 2004. <laughs> no other player has been intentionally walked even 50 times in a season. Jesus. And you know that's ultimate compliment from pitchers. You you're too good for this game. 120 intentional walks. Unbelievable then you had Ricky Henderson 1982 everybody knew we had a green light he stole 130 bases he on 172 attempts it was more than than the combined total of 10 teams steals that season and 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 think about it now it is more than the number stolen by 26 teams last season 130 stolen bases now, there's always a risk of stealing bases. No player has attempted even 100 steals since 1988. Can you imagine that? That's, that's never going to be broken. That, that'll never be broken. 130. I remember that season. He was out of control. That 130, 172. Now, and then you got Will Chamberlain in 61-62. He played for the Field of the Warriors. 50.4 50, 50. points per game. 25.7 rebounds per game that season. Also, this is the greatest thing. 48.5 minutes per game. Regulation games lasted 48 minutes. But the Warriors played seven games that extended to at least one period of overtime. Listen to this. During the 80-game season, he played 3,882 minutes out of Apostle 3,890. He missed eight minutes in in 80 games. Eight minutes on the fucking season. Eight minutes. And on March 2nd, 1962, 100 points against the Knicks that everybody said they were at. But that was the only, that was a culmination of a four-game stretch in which he scored 67, 65, and 61 in the three previous games, according to BasketballReference.com. All told, he scored 60 points 15 times that season. And on December 8th, 1961, against the Lakers, Chamberlain had 78 points and 43 rebounds. 78 points and 43 rebounds. Thank you, Jerry Longman, for that one. I'm just like, holy, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. He missed eight minutes in 80 games that season. Eight minutes. Whew. And you know, sometimes we don't talk, you know, LeBron gets, you know, they, they go on him that he had to get better players around him and he's a, sometimes he's a prima donna. Well, listen, in his hometown, he's committed to helping the kids. He's teaming up with the Akron Public Schools to open the I Promise School dedicated to aiding at-risk children who might otherwise be left behind. He said, this school is so important to me because our vision is to create a place for the kids in Akron who need it most, those that could fall through the cracks if we don't do something. He said, we learned over the years what works and what motivates them, and now we can bring all of that together in one place along with the right resources and experts. If we get to them early enough, we can hopefully keep them on the right track to a bigger and brighter future for themselves and their families. It'll be backed by James Family Foundation will open in the fall of 2018 and focus on children in third and fourth grades by 2022. The school expanded to accommodate students in grades one through eight. It's the latest initiative by LeBron, whose programs have supported 1,100 kids over the past six years. And details are still being finalized, comprised of area leaders, educators, parents, and other experts. The... They, we, This is from David James, the superintendent of Akron's Public Schools. He goes, we're excited about the potential of the I Promise School to provide specialized programming and invaluable, invaluable resources for our students. we see the pov- po- positive influence of the LeBron James Family Foundation on our students. We look forward to continuing to do everything we can to put our students in a pos- position to be successful. And you know LeBron grew up in a single-parent home raised by his mom, Gloria, who was helped by other families in to- raising her now-famous son. And he also, look at it, I remember this, he previously partnered with the University of Akron to provide a guaranteed four-year scholarship to the, to the school for students in his program who qualify. I mean, come on, you know what, you read stuff like that, and you're just like, you know what, that's a that's a good man, that's a really good man. To do stuff like that, that is not chump change, man, that is serious stuff, I, 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 just, I just think it's amazing. And they and and that brings me back to what the Times said. the best se- they still said Russell Westbrook had the best season because they said he's the only guard to average 10 rebounds a game this season. He's one of only three players to average more than 10 assists, and if he didn't have if he even if he didn't have that, he'd still be leading the league in scoring back when when um Robertson played it was a faster paced game. And they said no player in more than 50 years has been able to chase a triple-double average over a whole season. Now, they said his true shooting percentage is only 555. That's not great. But what he does every single... I mean, he just dominates games. I mean, it's just freaking amazing. Oh, and then this, you know, it's funny. Okay, there's two more people I want to talk about. Richard, listen, Richard Petty. Richard Petty in 67. Okay. You know, now he's 79. He roams the garage. He's usually smiling, wearing his tail and feather cowboy hat, dark sunglasses, and belt buckle the size of a butter plate. But they said in 67, him in his number 43, Plymouth Belvedere, 48 races in NASCAR's top, le- top level that year, he won half of them, 27 in all, more than half. He and his blue monster had 40 out of 48 races, 40 top 10 finishes, 38 out of 48 top fives. I mean, think about this, you know, racing is unpredictable. Crashes, engines blow, tires puncture, gas tanks run dry. And they even said, once a seagull even smacked into a car at the Daytona 500, it didn't end well, end well for the bird. I actually watched the replay of, of uh, oh my God, Johnson. Oh my God, uh, the pitcher, <coughs> the ex-Yankee, tall guy. He threw the pitch, he blew, like, the bird exploded. Oh my God, I, I can't remember his name. Johnson, I see his name. of Fame pitcher. Man, Hall of Fame pitcher Johnson. I still remember the All-Star game. No, Randy Johnson. And Randy Johnson was, and um. he turned his, his hat backwards. Yeah. I'm not going to try to remember everybody's name tonight. But um, how about that? I mean, think about that. 200 wins total for Petty. 67. He won 10 races in a row. He won on short dirt tracks. He won on long paved tracks. He even won 10 races in a row. Record that still stands. As does his single season record of 27 victories. And Michael Phelps, 2008 Olympics in Beijing, covered 3,300 meters in 17 races over nine days, won eight golds and set seven world records, all without taking a day off. Unbelievable. And I talked about the Sullivan Award. Well, the girl who won Lauren Carlini, a senior volleyball player at Wisconsin, was given the Sullivan Award at the New York Athletic Club as the nation's best amateur athlete. She's a four-time All-American at Wisconsin. The only four-time All-American in the program's history was the only one of the seven finalists who did not participate in the 2016 Olympics Games. Lauren Carlini, I wish you well. Wish you so well. Oh, and listen to this. So the new North Carolina bill, the HB2, the House Bill 2, would require UNC and NC State to exit the ACC if the state is boycotted again. North Carolina this is what, the North Carolina legislators filed a bill this week that would require North Carolina and NC State to withdraw from the ACC should the conference decide to boycott the state again. How about that? <laughs> they said, oh, that's not going to happen. But whoo, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be... I'm just like, wow. Wow. I'll tell you. Oh, never happened. Listen. I've seen crazier stuff that can happen, right? Crazier stuff that can happen. All right. I got some stuff on my phone. Did anything come through? Whatchamacallit, uh, Kevin Durant drained his first three since returning from knee surgery. Oracle Arena went crazy. Yeah, I thought there was something else. Oh, and Penguins beat the Blue Jackets game one. Evgeny Malkin, two assists. That's the bet And they shouldn't be playing in the first round. It's kind of sad that one of those teams has to lose. Unbelievable. All right, we got trivia questions tonight. Tonight. Don't we have trivia questions? We do, we do, we do. And we have a Sorry, a little technical difficulty Now we're back All right JD talking Sports Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram Last night's trivia question Who has made the most three-pointers in NBA history? Ray Allen, of course Who got game? Jesus Jesus Shuttlesworth Oh, I love that movie Love that movie 2,973 most three-pointers in NBA history okay trivia question for tonight podcast most 300 yards passing games in a row in NFL history most 300 yard passing games in a row in NFL history all right now Nets not a good way to end the season 2062 played some good games they finished the season 11 and 13 their last 24 Knicks got the win 31 and 51 last year 32 and 50 a step back Hey, Porzingis, he's gonna put the time and he said he will. We shall see. Mets four game winning streak, Yankees three-game winning streak. Aaron Judge, hot as hell. Zach Wheeler first win since 2014. NBA playoffs, Celtics number one seed, Cavs number two. Will it affect them? Will Golden State run the table? Because I'm not impressed with the Spurs. Also tonight we've decided is it gonna be the Clippers with the four seed or the Jazz? They already won tonight, the Jazz. We have to see if the Clippers win. And Rangers, can they win Game 2 on the road and put all the doubters to shame? We shall see. Folks, have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.